You're listening to What She Said, a podcast for bloggers and creatives hosted by me, Lucy Sharif, a freelance journalist living in London. Each week, I interview different women in blogging and the online world, getting their best blogging tips and advice, and a little bit of gossip too. Thanks for listening. to another episode of what she said um, this week I chat to Kate Ferris from Simple and Season um, she is hands down one of the most laser focused people I've ever met in a really good way um, she's a blogger she's a marketing specialist um, and she also coaches bloggers and creatives she decided she was sick of her day job um, and gave herself 18 months to quit it Um, and go freelance she managed to do it in six months which is super impressive so she's kind of my hero (laughs) um she's got the most beautiful instagram feed which i love and her simple lifestyle blog simple in season is packed to the brim with slow living inspiration and practical tips for creatives we had a really really great super honest chat about cutting loose blogs that aren't working anymore cultivating community and starting with the end in mind she's really really honest and there's no there's no bs with her i'm going to say bs because i want this podcast to be clean i want this podcast episode to be finally rated clean which i think it is um so if you want to learn how to sell without feeling gross or you need a bit of a boost of focus and creativity this is the episode for you enjoy oh so welcome to the podcast lovely thank you great to be here um, for anybody that doesn't know you, do you want to just introduce yourself and explain a little bit of your blogging journey to where you are today? Sure. Um, so I'm Kate and I blog at simpleandseason.com. Um, I'm not really sure I start with my blogging journey. There's kind of been various phases. So I know when I was at university, it was all, um, oh, if you want to be a writer, you have to blog and you have to write. So I kind of started a blog, but that nobody ever saw and I never really wrote on. <laughs> um, and then that kind of stopped for a couple of years. Um, and then in the middle of last year, I started another blog. Um, and it was a very similar pattern where I didn't really let anyone read it. And um, the content wasn't stuff that I was really enjoying. So that fizzled out as well. But I was reading a lot of blogs and it was just something that kind of never went away. So... Um, I started Simple and Season in September last year. Yeah, yeah. September 2016. Um, so yeah, not even a, a year old. A year old. <laughs> but, um, yeah, was, I'm actually quite surprised at how well I've committed to it. And that yeah. was kind of like my, um, theme for this year was commitment to purpose. Cause that's yeah. something I kind of jump around projects a lot and yeah. I just wanted to commit to stuff this year. So <laughs> I actually have, which is good. So it's not even a year old. That's incredible. And so Simple and Season is your third blog. Yes. Is that correct? But I mean, it's really my first blog because the other ones weren't even proper. <laughs> yeah, it's the, first, it's the first one that you've released to the public. Yeah. <laughs> what made you, what made the other two uh, uh, blogs that you kind of gave up on and what, what was different about Simple and Season? I think it was what I was doing with content and how I was aiming it so the sort of second blog I had I was I think I was reading the wrong blogs I wasn't reading blogs that 
kind of appealed to me. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of thinking, well, this is what a blog is. And I was writing content and I was like, oh, God, this is, I'm not even enjoying writing it. I'd never read it. Mm. And like, this is just not fun. <laughs> yeah. I think so many of us do that though, don't we? Because you, you write what yeah. you know. So if you're, that's why one of, one of the things that everybody, I think I would always say to everybody who's blogging is just read, read lots, read yeah, yeah. wide as well. Um, because you you tend to emulate what you know, to, especially to start off with, till you find your own voice. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I was kind of a, that was um, like one of the kind of founding principles, for want of a better phrase, for Simple and Season was that everything has to go through a kind of would I read this filter, um, yeah. and if it's something like oh I had a nice lunch, then yeah, that's not gonna get through the filter. Yeah. What, uh, so when you started Simple Season, did you already know, had you already got in your mind, okay, I've been writing content that I don't particularly like, this is actually what I want to be writing? Had you essentially found your voice before you started the blog? Um, probably not my voice, I don't think. I, I had thought a bit more about it. Mm. So rather than thinking, I want to start a blog and leaving it at that, I'd been reading a lot more blogs. Yeah and blogs in the niche that I wanted to be in and I think I just had a better idea of what I wanted it to be more specifically other than a blog um so my voice has definitely developed over time but the and also so is the content as it happens but um at the beginning point I knew um who I was looking up to who my inspirations were what I wanted my niche to be and I was very kind of focused on what this blog was going to be rather than it being quite open-ended. Yeah. So you already had kind of an end point in mind. Um, not an end point at the point I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of changed. But, um, yeah, I knew, I knew I wanted it to be, I knew that, um, I didn't know where I wanted, where I wanted it to take me kind of career wise or anything like that, but I knew what I wanted it to look like and I knew what it wanted to sound like. That's really interesting. So uh, that leads us on to what, what is it that you wanted it to sound like and look like and what did you want out of your blog when you started it? Um, at the time, because um, I was working a marketing job, but it kind of turned into not so much of a marketing job. I was doing a lot of kind of operation stuff and I was really missing the creativity and that's kind of why I started the blog at that time was because it was sort of a, an outlet to do something creative and also because I was just coming home from work and then sitting on the sofa and watching TV yeah. and I go to bed. All, <laughs> that was like my routine. Um, so that was kind of why I started the blog. Um, and then I just wanted it to kind of, I don't want to get like a pair of free shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'd been talking to people, um, I can't remember who it was, it was somebody who worked for an agency that our company used, and she had a blog and she'd had some free shoes, and I was like, that is the coolest thing! (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh, that would be so great if maybe one day (laughs) I could get everything. And I know that's not, like, very... I know probably a lot of people in the blogging world are like, oh, you should do it for the love of it. You should no, do it. But I think it's re- free stuff. I think it's really great that you've you've said that because a lot of people you do a lot of like, people want that and they 
probably yeah. don't admit it because actually you know what getting something free it's not just about getting the thing that's free it feels like a bit of a it's exciting that first yeah and it's validation something. yeah it is doing. yeah but yeah of course like you're not going to be able to survive just on free shoes <laughs> alone but but that in itself I think it's it I think it's good that you've said that yeah and I think that kind of shows that even from the beginning I wasn't it wasn't a hobby blog it yes. has and I'm saying this with hindsight now because at the time I probably didn't think it but um it was never just gonna be something I did on the side yeah your your intention was already set from the start yeah whether I knew it or not exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so probably going back to your earlier blogs um, what what were the stumbling blocks you found? Because clearly you had stumbling blocks in the beginning because you didn't even mm. need to share them with anybody. And then that's led you to, when you got to Simple and Season, you had so much focus, laser mm. focus, I would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what were those stumbling blocks? Um, mainly it was people I knew already, mm-hmm. knowing that I was doing it. Um yeah, so I didn't change my Instagram handle for the previous blog or anything like that or put a link in the bio. Um, why? Because, yeah, I didn't want people didn't want like people. my friends to know. <laughs> why, did, why didn't you want them to know? Because um, interestingly that you say this, someone yeah. else, a, a coaching, a former coaching client, was really struggling with this also. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm quite private anyway, mm-hmm. and I like to keep my cards close to my chest, and um, I'm quite a big introvert as well, so I don't like putting myself out there as me. Yeah. And I think that's what, before, it had all just been Kate Ferris as the name was. I think that's what helped for Simple and Caesar, is it was like a a name to hide behind yeah. initially. I do use my own name more across Twitter and stuff now. Um I'm sorry, can you hear my dog barking? Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> okay, the postman's just arrived, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that was it, really. I just kind of... And I think maybe it was the stage of life I was at at the time um, where maybe I just wasn't feeling as confident in myself and stuff. Yeah. And then something must have happened <laughs> over the course of the next six months where I kind of got over that. <laughs> Do you think that... I mean, I'm really surmising as an outsider on this, so I feel a bit like a, a stalker saying, I think I know what it might mean. <laughs> but um, do you think Instagram helped? Um, yes, definitely. Because um, for the first sort of two months or so of um, Simple and Season, I was basically just on Twitter mm. because I'd been reading all the... I'd been reading a lot about how to blog because, as I sort of said, I was wanted to take this one seriously and do it all properly in inverted commas. And um, everything I'd been reading was like, oh, bloggers are on, have to be on Twitter. So I was just on Twitter. <laughs> and um, the people I was meeting through the blogger Twitter chats and stuff there were all a very kind of very fashion-y, very beauty yeah. And at that time, I was kind of like, oh, there's a bit in here. I don't really know who's going to be reading what I'm putting out and stuff. And then um, I sort of went on to Instagram, and I'd never really used it as a as a user, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Same as really. I'd never used it as a civilian. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. Um, and so I wasn't really 
kind of au fait with the platform or anything like that. And I just started because I'd been following Sarah Tasker's blog because yeah. I was like, it's all about the blog. It's all about the blog. And then realized that, oh, she started on oh, Instagram. Wow. So you followed Sarah, yeah. Sarah who's uh, uh, for the listeners. <laughs> You'll know because basically she's, she's <laughs> a friend of the podcast. Me and Orla is her yeah. blog. But you found her through the blog as opposed to through blog. Instagram. Interesting. Yeah, so before I was doing, before I started Simple and Season, I was just like Googling slow living blogs. And she came up with yeah. the first one. That's how I first found out about her. So, yeah, I came to her through the blog, not through Instagram, which is probably the only person ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, potentially. No, there's probably, she, I imagine she gets absolutely stacks of traffic. But it's interesting because obviously she's huge on Instagram. Yeah. But, um, so going back to, you mentioned slow living blogs. So that's your niche, right? Yes. Sort of, it's kind of transitioning a bit at the moment, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But how did you, how do you sort of nail down your niche? Did you always know in your heart that was that was the thing that you were interested in? Is that how it came about, or yeah, I think so. Um, I've got to rack my brains now and try and remember um, what kind of mindset I was in at the time. I think I was, I was at a stage where I was just very much at a kind of crossroads in life, and I knew I was sort of dissatisfied with it. And I was trying to think what I actually wanted my life to be like. Because as I said, I was sort of just like watching, whiling away my evenings, just watching crap TV and like not doing anything with my life. So I wanted to, um, and slow living was kind of what I landed on because it really appeals to me because I'm quite old fashioned (laughs) (laughs) and old beyond my years. Um, So that kind of, slowness and like slow cooking and reading a lot and being at one with nature and walking and things like that that's what really appealed to me so that's why I kind of landed on that and as what I wanted the vlog to be um I'm not really into beauty or fashion or anything like that so it kind of seemed like the antithesis to those kind of blogs and stuff so um that's why I landed on slow living and yeah because that's basically what you were living. That, that oh, well, what yeah. You were aspiring to. I think that was what I was aspiring to. And originally, the blog was all about if you're working the nine to five, like I was, it's how to bring that slow living yeah. into a fast life. Yeah. Great tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like that because I think yeah. that. I mean, so moving on to your transitioning, because obviously, so for anyone that doesn't know, Kate has moved to. A ridiculously picture perfect cottage is so beautiful. I lust over it daily. <laughs> I need to do like an actual house tour, but there yes. are still boxes and stuff everywhere. Oh so. my goodness, do it with the boxes though, because yeah. I'd love to see that. Do an Instagram live. Oh god, I'm so scared. I've been considering it doing an Instagram live, but I just worry that nobody will turn up. Do you know what? I've done one. I've done one and it was, and people did, people just do turn up because it, it, it kind of, there's a big push notification to all your followers. Yeah. So people will do it. Yeah. I have to do it. If you're frightened just... of it, that means that you should do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, going back to Instagram actually, cause I'm quite interested in, um, your, your community because, mm-hmm. um, Obviously, I'll link to your social handles, etc., etc. But 
um, I've found personally that Instagram is where my sort of tribe is. Yeah. Um, and that's really been a game changer for me. And not necessarily in terms of traffic, because obviously there's only one place to put a link unless you've got a Jazzy yeah. swipe up option, which most of us don't have. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get there. <laughs> no, tell me about it. But, um, but yeah, but in terms of engagement and just nailing down who your people are, I think, and also just a bit of the joy of it. I've, I mean, I met you through Instagram. I've met lots of people that I chat to daily and I check in with your stuff and I kind of feel like I know you. Mm. Um, and it, it's just been quite joyful for me. So how do you build community? How have you found that building yeah. community and engagement has, how have you done it? Tell us your um, secrets. <laughs> gosh, hello, we got. Um, yeah, so um, as I said, I was kind of working away on Twitter and stuff and then kind of came over to Instagram. And I was like, oh, this is where all the people like me are. <laughs> so that was quite an eye-opener and it, it's something that I spoke about um, at my blog chat here talk this year and things about kind of you've got to work out where your people are because otherwise – like this is like me having this you have a conversation with someone else and me like standing in another room or something like you've got to be in the same room as the people you want to talk to so good that's a really good analogy actually yeah um yeah because otherwise a party's going on you're just not there and nobody knows that notices that you're not there because they don't know you yet so you've got to go be in the party (laughs) (laughs) yeah so building engagement on um, Instagram so yeah I had started Instagram in about October last year um, and I had like 30 followers who were my friends and bots I think mainly Um, and yeah then I had before Christmas I was uh, under a thousand and then since Christmas I've had quite a lot of growth Um, and that has been down to hours, really. <laughs> There's no no quick <laughs> yeah. fix with with Instagram. So it, I probably spend about two hours a day engaging. Two hours. So that's yeah, approximately on on and off. So I'll post, and then there's a good solid hour of wow. like going through all my ha- all the hashtags I use. I like engage with the most recent posts with liking and commenting and stuff, and that usually takes about an hour. And then um, I've got a couple of comment pods, which are I know very controversial. But my one of my comment pods. Well, we're in it. We're in the same comment pod. Yeah, we're in one. We're in one comment pod, and then I've got. I think another... there's no shame in a comment yeah. pod. Yeah. No, I think people are like, oh, it's so spammy or it's no. so shady. I think like, it can be, but I don't. Ours say yeah. it isn't. We have a chat no. and we all. But... Yeah, there's like my other comment pod. We speak to each other more than we speak to our own families. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> true. there's always somebody there and we're always like saying oh which picture this one or that yeah. one things like that and so just checking it's in really... and saying happy friday just yeah even if not, not just because we want yeah i mean i'm still in it and i very rarely post anymore because i just can't really keep up but um <laughs> but i like to still yeah be that's the because... thing with them you have to make sure people are on the same kind of posting yes. level because yes. people like me i post every day with well, six days a week mm-hmm. now really um but yeah, if you're like a weekly poster, then you're not really getting the same value back. Um, exactly, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I can't catch up with them and catch up with all their posts, and then I will res- return every comment that I get. So I don't always reply to every comment on my post, but I'll always go and comment on 
somebody who's commented on my post post. Does that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yes, that's really interesting. Yeah, I try to make sure that I do it kind of authentically. Like sometimes I'll go onto a profile and I'm like, I just can't think of anything to say. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to put like, nice pic. Yeah. Because um, that's not really serving anyone, but yes, I kind exactly. of. <laughs> I'll at least try to reply to them on my own post, just yeah. to kind of acknowledge them. That's a that's a really good tip, actually, because sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming mm. uh, to reply to all the comments on, on a post. But actually, if you can add value to somebody else, then do. But yes, yeah. with an authentic comment, not with a, an emoji. Because yeah, yeah. that does serve no one. The algorithm, it look, it, it's worse. It's worse. Yeah, and it makes it look like you're using bots or something. Yeah, it does. That's what I think. Whenever I get like a nice pic on my face, I'm like, bot. <laughs> I know. I hate it. I hate it. So, and also, it just makes you feel a bit crap. Yeah, it's like, like oh, especially because my I go quite in depth in my captions. Mm. Like, really, there's nothing you can think to say. <laughs> 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 And that's another good thing uh, that we should talk about is that is your captions because you do get yeah. quite in depth and often you'll get quite vulnerable and ask questions. Um, how how did that come about for somebody who didn't even want to show their previous blogs to anyone? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is that kind of safety blanket of being behind another name. Yeah. Certainly, it was at first, but I think really it's having found my tribe. Like, there's nobody on Instagram that I feel like oh I don't want to share this with these people and yeah. I forget that people who know me in real life also see them and then they comment on it and I'm like oh god I know <laughs> sometimes I get that too <laughs> I forget that you can see this <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah it's just that I'm I feel like I know my followers really well mm. all kind of have I have a feeling about them and mm. that they're like a force for good yeah. so I don't I don't feel bad sharing things with them and I'm I always say I'm more of a writer than a photographer so I find the words come easily more easily um oh really yeah I mean not that I think that I would be surprised <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm, no I'm more surprised that you say you're more of a writer than a photographer mm. No, this doesn't sound right. It's not at all sounding like how I mean it. <laughs> what I mean is that you take really beautiful pictures, and I always thought that that probably came as naturally to you as the writing did. Yeah, that's something know. that I had to work on quite a lot, mm. and it's actually been quite a surprise to me how, how, without well, always saying really about myself, how good I am at it. Mm. Um, but it is something that I have to work on, and my camera roll is full <laughs> of um, rejected photos. So Every um, picture I post, there must be like 25 rejects. Um, yeah. So it takes me quite a long time to do that. And yeah, but the words just flow from that, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in Twitter touch and stuff, you see people who are like, well, when I was writing a blog post, I always start the pictures. I'm like, God, no. no, no but no, no. the pictures are just random ones. I'm like, Same. yes, they are. <laughs> mine are always completely mine well not always but unless it's a travel piece they're often just completely unrelated yeah just, mine not I like always this a... picture fine yeah. shoving it in <laughs> but I did one post where they were related but only because it was about like creative prompts so I put in some of my weekend yes. hashtag product photos in there um but yeah that's it that was just by sheer coincidence <laughs> that t also takes us on quite nicely to your kind of blog transition and also how you've gone from 
kind of not to stick to you in terms of you were in a full this time last year in fact this time last month, last month. <laughs> you were in a full-time job as well as having your blog yes. on the side and now you're 100% freelance I think when we first connected you I knew you wanted to go freelance and that was a few yeah. months ago um but now you're 100% freelance mm-hmm. how did you do that and how scary was it <laughs> yeah well um so in January um during the goal setting process I think everybody does every January um I wrote down that I wanted to leave my job within 18 months and then I left my job within six so that was good I mean I do come from I do have some privilege where I've got um a lovely boyfriend who can support me financially at the beginning and also we moved to Wales where it's like a lot cheaper yeah of course (laughs) no money to live here (laughs) um so yeah, if I if we'd stayed living where we were living, then I couldn't have um, gone full time freelance. Yeah. But having said that, if I hadn't put the work into going freelance, that I had I still couldn't have done it. Even we couldn't have moved because yeah. I would have just been, had nothing to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I. Well, I've forgotten the question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking about how you did it. Yeah, so um process. My process I I feel like I've been kind of winging it a bit. Mm. Like I've kind of come up with Yeah. It's a process. Um no, I've just been kind of been like I didn't set goals until last week because I couldn't think of like monetary goals or anything. I was too far away from it. So I kind of just started with the idea. So the idea was all about um, creative business and marketing coaching for creative business owners, really. And so that was the idea. And I thought that would start out as just doing freelancing, because what I wanted to do was to help people who have a creative business, but they don't really know how to market it. It all feels very icky. Um, And I was a a marketing manager in my previous job. So I was like, well, I I can help here. So I thought that would just be freelance marketing services. But over the time it's taken and I had a three month notice period so I had a lot of time to think about it um I kind of realized and especially because I was starting my own business that you don't start a business because you want to get other people in to do the work you want to have it all as your little baby and kind of look after it all so that's why I landed on coaching as a way to help people kind of achieve that and help them upskill in the things that they don't know how to do yet so I just kind of worked really hard at making that idea the best it could be and I started transitioning my content on the blog so since about April it's been mainly marketing stuff on there but also kind of quite cerebral um, ideas about creativity and stuff I need to do some more search focused (laughs) keyword based post I actually think uh you're a really good example of transitioning without like quite seamlessly because uh the posts that you've been doing feel very much within your niche and they don't feel out of place it doesn't feel like oh okay I'm talking about yeah because you've you've done it in a really clever way so don't don't change that was definitely that was definitely by accident I was doing it in a clever way um but I think I wanted to stay um because that's kind of also my marketing ethos is there's a lot of stuff out there that's 
not shady, but it's just mm. a bit ugh. Yeah. And I wanted it to be really simple. There's definitely all the blogs and stuff you can read about marketing make it sound really, really complicated. And that's because the people who wrote those blogs want you to buy their services. Yeah. Like there's nothing complicated about it when you strip it down to its bare bones. So that was kind of, that's sort of my ethos and how I kind of coach people and talk about it. So it does fit with simple and season is that it's a kind of a very wholesome, simple approach to it. Um, but yeah, I do want to kind of, I don't want to lose the lifestyle stuff, but I'm kind of toying with how to bring that back in, especially because it's a lifestyle blog thing. And um, my lifestyle is just work. So, <laughs> so I need to like cook some scones or something. <laughs> um, you never need an excuse to cook some scones. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would be, as a marketing expert and uh, somebody who coaches small businesses and creatives and et cetera, et cetera, what would, what would be your biggest piece of advice Um when you want to sell but you don't want to be icky (laughs) (laughs) um it's all about knowing your audience that's what it comes comes back to every time and you have to um there's a lot of stuff in blogging like oh i just you just have to blog for you and Mm. no if you want to sell like it does not matter what you think you could absolutely hate it as long as your target audience and your target customer loves it that's all that matters. Um, so you have to do your audience research really well. Mm. And that doesn't need to sound, that doesn't need to be as complicated as you think. It's just a case of asking a question in an Instagram caption, or if you've got an email list already, asking a question in there or sending a survey out or something. And that really helps you generate content ideas. So I must have posted about five posts so far and I've got kind of, three lined up to go which I got because I asked a question in an Instagram caption Mm -hmm. and then the answers I got were really great ideas and that comes straight from my audience that's what they want to read so I'm going to write it for them yeah that's a really good tip I've heard that tip a couple of times um, and it it never really occurred to me which is really silly because it's really (laughs) obvious actually Um, but if you if someone answers a question or asks a question on your Instagram or your Twitter or anything or your blog or comments, you can turn that into a blog post because yeah. that is literally your audience saying, oh, I need mm-hmm. to read this and I can't, I haven't read it anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Questions are content. Yeah, that's it. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant, Sam. <laughs> Questions are content. <laughs> um, so what's next for you? What's What are you looking ahead to this year? Yeah, so um, I launched all my coaching packages last week. So, um, yay! (laughs) So now it's kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I I was quite happy. I wrote um, my newsletter, went out on Saturday, and I wrote in there like, I just feel so kind of at peace with everything because I know I've done everything I could have done. My content's been really good. I've been present on social media. I've been listening to my audience. I spoke at Blogtacular. So my confidence levels are really high. I feel really kind of empowered. And I just kind of feel like I need the the universe is just going to pay me back now. I've done all the hard work. It's time for the universe to pay me back. So, yeah, I'm feeling totally fine about that. Good. Um, yeah, so they're um, all live on my website. Um, I've also got some freelance marketing services as well um, that I haven't pushed as much, but um, 
I'm probably going to focus those kind of in the local area because, um, yeah, I'm in Snowdonia National Park, if nobody else knows, kind of at the end of it. And as you can imagine, there's lots of sort of lovely potters and yeah. creative businesses up here that don't do don't do anything <laughs> to market themselves. They might have a Facebook page, but that's it. So, and you go, I go into like the local sh- um, craft shop, and there's this woman with these amazing, like the most Instagrammable scarves you can imagine. I just saw it on Instagram. I'm like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's people not on Instagram. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm focusing those. Um, and yeah, so the um, the coaching is my focus for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. um, and then with a view to starting courses next year. And now Exciting. I've said it, so now I yeah, have to. <laughs> you're accountable now. We're gonna hold you accountable. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's been my key this year is that I said in a Twitter chat that I wanted to leave my job. Yeah, and that kind of made me do it. I'm, this is something I mean to look into is about manifesting things because this year I've just completely. It's quite woo-woo, and I'm not really a woo-woo person, but that really, I was like, I have definitely manifested this for myself. Yeah. No, I can, I'm with you on that. I'm not massively woo-woo, but I do believe in uh, the universe kind of putting yeah. something out there in the universe, bringing it back to you. But it's not it's not a case of, you know, writing it down, I want this, this, and this, and then the universe is like, okay, you can have a pony. It's more <laughs> yeah. about, yeah, practical steps like, saying hey i'm gonna do this in a twitter chat or or getting super vulnerable on your instagram caption and saying i think i want to leave my job or whatever yeah do i do believe that that manifests abundance and Mm -hmm. um, yes i agree so we will it may be but i agree (laughs) (laughs) um where can everybody find you online um so i'm simpleandseason.com the blog and then on instagram i'm at simple and season and then on twitter because of their stupid character limit yeah. i'm simple underscore season <laughs> Just mess everything up so, yeah oh and i am on pinterest but um i've only literally yesterday started putting pinterest images up so you can find me on pinterest but there's not a lot on there at the moment but... and you're simple and season on pinterest are you I think so, yeah. Okay. I'll link to it all in the show notes. You can find Kate's uh, blog coaching packages in the show notes. Thanks for listening to What She Said. And if you like this episode or any of the other episodes, please think about giving me a lovely rating on iTunes. I really appreciate it. If you want to connect with me, head over to my blog, wanderloose.com or hit me up on Twitter, Instagram or Pinterest where I'm at wanderloose blog. <laughs>